Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle today, please use the timestamps in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe, just maybe that cheeky notification bell too. <laughs> and if you're feeling extra spicy, you can support the channel by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. And with that being said, let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Chipbag69. Am I the arsehole for telling my boyfriend I won't bail him out if he gets arrested? My boyfriend, 42, backed into a car in September. He didn't have insurance. He called me to ask for $500 to pay the kid off so the cops wouldn't get called. I told him I didn't have the money. Meanwhile, someone else who witnessed it called the cops. Cops came, told him his license would be suspended, wrote him a ticket. His license was supposed to be suspended December till March. This was fine because we were going to Germany during this time. He just got back to the States and found out that his suspension was moved to May and won't be finished until July. He is staying with his uncle in the States and his uncle gave him the keys to a truck to drive. Boyfriend didn't tell anyone his license was suspended. I told boyfriend his license was suspended, so if he gets pulled over, he will get arrested and the uncle's truck will be impounded, and I'm not paying for any of it, so don't ask me. Now boyfriend is mad at me saying, good to know I don't have his back. He is also angry that I flat out told him I'm not paying for anything that comes of him driving on a suspended license because I'm assuming he's going to ask me for money. I bought him a $200 speaker before he left, which he paid me back for immediately. He asked me why am I willing to lend him $200 for a speaker but not lend him money for an impounded vehicle. He has money saved up but is currently not working due to just arriving back in the States. Now in the second to last paragraph there it said he was like mad at you because because you're assuming he's going to ask you for money but then if we go straight back up to the first paragraph it says he didn't have insurance he called me to ask for $500 to pay off the kid so the cops wouldn't get called so yes he would ask you for money let's face it he may pay you back but you was right in thinking that he's going to ask you for money and let's not forget this guy is 40 odd years old and he's acting this irresponsible with with just everything right now is absolutely stupid behavior and him saying things like, oh, you don't have my back. It's just manipulation when he's the one who's being totally irresponsible here. So absolutely not the asshole. And I would probably go and tell that uncle as well that he is driving his truck on a suspended license because uncle doesn't want to lose his truck either, does he? Poor uncle. And Featherfall says, and quotes, my boyfriend, 42, backed into a car in September. He didn't have insurance. And then says, not the asshole. This man is in his 40s and had his license suspended because he didn't have insurance. Then proceeds to not tell anyone his license is suspended. I'd almost expect this entitled attitude from a younger person who didn't know any better, but not someone his age. I noticed you left off your age in this post. If he's significantly older than you and this is the attitude he has, it may be worth examining your relationship to this man. Edit, warn his uncle your boyfriend's license is suspended. 
And again, Painted Inky says, not the arsehole. At 42, he's way too old to be acting this irresponsible. You must have better options than this guy. Followed by Shirley as my dog saying, not the arsehole. I've got one just like him, but six years older. He was the biggest mistake I ever made and my life is miserable because the you don't have my back guilt trip bullshit worked on me. Run away fast. And the happiest elephant replies to that one saying, anyone who uses the ugh, you don't have my back for my stupid choices line will A, think you deserve any consequence for your own stupid choices and B, there will always be consequences for his stupid choices when he's not the one dealing with those consequences. My dad pulled that shit on my mum. Anything but immediate agreement and compliance was not being on his side. Total bullshit. And now let's move on to the next story. And this story is from Right Manufacturer 229. Am I the arsehole for refusing to get rid of a painting my friend made me? Absolutely not. But Mark, don't jump too soon. Let's get into the story first. My best friend and I, 23 female, met doing art at uni and since then have always had a tradition of giving each other homemade gifts, varying in levels from absolutely awful but well-loved to genuinely time-consuming pieces of art. They have always been a bit on the nose. Collages of drunken misdeeds and dodgy shaped pottery, etc. Everyone I'm close to is well aware of this tradition and we all tend to get a laugh out of it. This year she gifted me a canvas, a four-ish size, painting of me standing beside a male celebrity that we both like. I absolutely loved it and sent pictures to one of our group chats where everyone laughed at how cringe but genuinely lovely of a gift it was. Straight afterwards, I got a text from my boyfriend of two years telling me that he was pissed off and upset at how insulting it was for me to be displaying that in my flat when he would be coming over. It really upset me, but I stood my ground and told him that it was my flat and this was a genuinely time-consuming piece of art that my friend had put time and effort into. So I would not be getting rid of it just because it made him insecure. I know there wasn't any malice on my friend's part into gifting it to me. She, like me, genuinely wouldn't have considered something like that. That would be upsetting. My boyfriend lives in a house with roommates where they have posters of women on the walls and I don't really see the difference. But now I'm beginning to doubt myself. I won't get rid of it like he wants me to, but should I be more sympathetic and hide it from him? And then there is an edit saying, thank you so much for all the advice. Since people have asked, it's a very PG painting, the celebs chest up with an arm around me. I think she took reference from a meet and greet with him and a fan and just replaced the fan with me. He also hasn't said why it upsets him, just that it makes him uncomfortable. And if I don't understand why, then that's my problem. I'll be sitting him down to try and make sense of it once he's calmed down. These comments have really opened my eyes about how concerning this could be. Thank you again. Yes, and absolutely not the arsehole in the situation. It sounds like your your boyfriend is insecure and jealous over a painting, which, you know, the amount of stories like we've read over in the past, God knows how many now, <laughs> but it does show red flags to this relationship, doesn't it? If he's going to get jealous over a painting, over a, a painting of a celebrity, <laughs> I mean, come on. And this is a tradition that they've been doing for a long time. And it sounds like a very sweet thing that these two do, sending little art pieces to each other and i think it's absolutely fantastic keep the painting if he's got a problem that's that's on him but i would definitely raise this with him as well and say yeah like you said at the very end there what's your problem with this because it's because if he's going to get jealous over a painting now what's he going to get jealous over in the future it's just that's just something that jumped into my head you know and that might be overstepping but that's that's the way i'm feeling at the moment 
But I was scrolling through the comments and guess who I see? Savage Ink Studios, of course, one of our members saying, not the arsehole, if your partner can't handle a painting of you standing next to another guy, maybe you need a new partner. God forbid you ever try to have a male friend. Just sounds really toxic. And Boozy McHagger says, not the arsehole, keep the painting, get rid of the boyfriend. And there's a few of those saying that as well. And who says not the arsehole, if your boyfriend is offended by you being in a painting with a celeb, he's not going to last long on a relationship at any point in his life. Jealousy is toxic at the best of times, but over a painting is ridiculous. To which not a soggy bagel says, not the arsehole, exactly, it is downright toxic. His insecurities are off the charts. It's a personally painted image with a celebrity. How can he possibly be jealous of this? Also, it's really hypocritical of him to cry wolf when he has pictures of women on his walls as decor. Slytherin says, I genuinely laughed and cringed at the same time reading this because I have a framed picture of me and Sebastian Stan in my living room of the house I share with my girlfriend. I also have a random picture of Tom Holland pinned on the wall. The guy needs to grow up fast. I would ditch him immediately. This is one of those small gestures that says a lot. And Yakuza replies to this one saying, years ago, as a joke, I put a framed picture of Hayden Pantier, I may have got that wrong, in my room when Heroes was a big deal. One guy asked if it was my girlfriend, which, no, I'm not even close to being in her league. No one else took it seriously. As long as the artwork is tasteful and in good fun, OP's BF is being ridiculous, like we are supposed to ignore actors are attractive. And this next story is from Potato Pan. Am I the arsehole for saying no to my wife joining a gaming session with my friends? So for background, my wife hates video games. Her hobbies are reading, crafts, writing, etc. I really enjoy video games, making games, etc. During the pandemic, I've gotten back in touch with friends from high school and we have gaming nights twice a week. My wife, on the other hand, does not have any friends and is pretty sad about it. Sometimes we have arguments about her being jealous of my hangouts with my friends. I do make time for her and we do have date nights at home, etc. Well, my wife asked me yesterday if she could join in with my friends this week. This came way out of the left field. Like I said, my wife has never really played any video games at all and we don't really play beginner-friendly games. She knows this. I asked her why she wanted to join and she says she's so lonely and just wants to be around people. She begged me to ask my friends if it would be okay. So I did. Well, none of my friends were fans of the idea. None of them have girlfriends and there are no women in the group. We've all known each other since high school. Many of them have never even met my wife. The idea made them uncomfortable. I told my wife this and she cried. She told me she's so tired of having no one to talk to and hearing my camaraderie with her friends. And she just wants something like that. She's tried joining virtual classes and things, but it's hard to make friends out of the blue during a pandemic. I know what it's like to be lonely and I empathize, but I don't think this was a solution. She asked me to ask my friends again and I said no. Am I the arsehole for this? And we'll start with four yell saying, yeah, dude, you're the arsehole. If your wife is so lonely, she's crying in your face about it. And all she wants to do is have people to hang out with. You should try and include her on shit you are doing. She doesn't have to play with you guys every time, but damn, not even once. Knowing she's sad as shit and lonely, how are you supporting her during this time? If your friends didn't want to play with her when you asked, then you should have been like, all right, fellas, I'm going to go and play with wifey tonight. So I'll catch you later. She's never played before, but maybe she'll like it. If it's an online game, you can show her how to find groups and get her started. Maybe this is a new hobby you two can bond over. But to just be like, nah, my friend said no, is some of the lamest shit ever. 
maybe you should reconsider your priorities. This is coming from a person who plays with a group of friends and whose gamer buddy just recently just started including his girlfriend. It's really not that big of a deal if she wants to play every now and then. And Reddit807 says, very soft you're the arsehole. Your wife comes before video game night with old friends regardless if it's fun to relive the nostalgia from when we were all 11. I'll add, she's literally crying out to you for help. People have committed suicide for loneliness. It can fester and eat away at a person. Don't be one of the many out there that wish they could do things differently. At the very least, if it was me, I would reduce my two times per week to one times and spend the extra evening out with the wife. Outside our comfort zone, trying to make friends. Meetup.com is a great app for meeting others, hiking, biking, walking, kayaking, etc. Many states have opened COVID vaccines up to all if that's a concern too. Hold her hand and help her. She needs you now, bud. Wife always comes before friends. Again, this is a pretty soft you're the arsehole. And Tick and Roger says, may have got that name completely wrong. You're the arsehole. The least you could do for your wife is to let her try. Especially her taking a step outside her comfort zone and try something new to do with you. I'm a gamer myself and you have no idea how awesome it'd be to play with your partner. To which Walter replies to this saying, honestly, I had never played a video game when I met my husband and he put in time playing with me and being patient and now we can have so much fun together, including with his more intense friends. It does take some effort, but I'd enjoy spending time with someone. I don't know why OP wouldn't want to try this. There was a time where we would play COD just with friends and they would have pistols and I would get whatever gun I wanted. And they had a lot of fun being dumb and trying to kill each other and me with the pistols while I practice. Or if we did have teams, I would be on the larger team to even things out a bit. Not saying you have to include her all the time, but pretty reasonable to try something different for one night. And now let's move on to the next story. And this next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for telling my coworker and friend to stop using overly cute accessories at the office? I, 31 female, recommended my friend Joan, 31 female, for a job opening at my work. Our field is related to offering online security services and such. However, we both work on the training section than doing actual programming. Anyway, Joan started a few months ago and she made a good impression. She's a hard worker and a pleasant person to be around. My boss is quite happy with her. However, I've heard some comments about how she cannot be taken seriously because she's always so cutesy. I started to pay attention and I noticed that she brings her lunch in a Sanrio character bag. I think that's like the Hello Kitty stuff, but I think there is other characters as well. That she put a pink floral pattern cover to her work iPad and that almost all her workstationery is kawaii themed. I wouldn't say she's flashy, but she definitely stands out in a workplace where everyone takes themselves way too seriously and it's mostly male-centered. Yesterday, while talking about the upcoming week, I mentioned to her that maybe she should tone down her cute style, since people were saying she couldn't be taken seriously and they were already not considering some work opportunities for her because of this impression. Joan was sad at first, but she told me she had the right to use whatever she liked as long as it wasn't offensive or inappropriate. She definitely tones down her cuteness preferences when she goes to offer training to other companies. Then she told me I was so immersed in our toxic work environment that I was not seeing how unfair this was. I know our workplace is not the best, but you have to deal with it. She said she couldn't understand how guys were allowed to have Funkos in their desks and having the Avengers notepads, but if that, but if she used Sanrio, everyone lost their mind. Then she told me she was thinking of resigning because she got a better offer in a less toxic work environment. 
I admit I got upset because I recommended her and I told her she was going to have the same issues wherever she went in the tech industry. I wonder if I was the arsehole. I'm just trying to help her, but she wouldn't listen. Now, this one to me just felt super hypocritical. You were saying that they've got Avenger stuff on their desk. She can't have what she wants. She can't have her own style at the workplace. I mean, fuck that noise. I mean, come on now. I absolutely love it when people personalize their desks. I used to be in a company many years ago and it had a core center in it and you go up to the core center and everyone had their own little corners and they were encouraged to personalize their desks to make themselves happy. And people had like Funko Pops and, and all sorts going on their desks and it's just great to walk through because there's just so much color and everything going on there. It's just, it's a real boost of serotonin. <laughs> Especially when you see people like actually enjoying their workplace because they can bring a bit of their own personality in it as well. But yeah, this one was just so hypocritical to me because, you know, everyone else, everyone else in the office seems to be able to do what they want, but she can't be cutesy. But Lowly973 says, you're the arsehole and I agree with her. You are fueling the toxic workplace mindset. If it makes her happy and she gets her work done, who cares? And Lazy Llama Lily says, you're the arsehole, she's right. It's hypocritical if guys are allowed their own accessories. And looking down on a woman for being feminine slash cute is blatantly sexist. She deserves a better work environment where her skills will be properly recognized and not dismissed for petty reasons. To which Lizzie says, you're the arsehole. If it were a serious issue, a boss would approach her about it. She's right, it's not fair that everyone else can have trinkets on their desks, but her girly items make her difficult to be taken seriously. I get that you're meant to be helpful, but her desk items shouldn't be an issue unless they're inappropriate in some way. And Gato McWitch says, you're the arsehole and so is everyone else. I'm a military veteran. I'm an engineer for the government. My background is nuclear power, but I'm working as a mechanical engineer. I can do calculus in my head and what I don't know, I can figure out very quickly as well as having a really good memory for facts and figures. People at my job think I'm unprofessional and can't be trusted with tasking because I have nerdy statues and such on my desk and wear dorky pins on my lanyard. If someone can do the damn job, then perceptions on personal style can take a flying leap. And there was a paragraph update from OP which says, okay, I hear you loud and clear. After reading all the comments, I started to remember how I've stopped from expressing myself after hearing snarky comments from what I call the clique. They are a bunch of guys who have connections in higher places and they think they own the office. In summary, they are bullies. I guess I reacted this way because I was projecting my own frustrations on Joan. I spoke to her and we are fine now. I apologize and I'm planning to send her some cinnamon roll themed cupcakes to the office. Fuck everyone else. By the way, I'm looking for a new job as we speak. I'm tired of this environment. And now let's move on to the final story. And our final story comes from Anna is Ellie's mum. And I saw this one and I thought, well, I've got to read it as the last one. Am I the arsehole for adopting a cat that has a penis on his face and naming him Richard? Four months ago, my fiance and I were looking to adopt a cat. We found a middle-aged cat that was sitting in a shelter for a long while for a very obvious reason. The black and white pattern on the coat created a painfully obvious penis shape right in the middle of the cat's face. Not gonna lie, I found this pretty funny and so did my fiance. So we went out to meet the cat. He was super sweet when we took him home, but the shelter said they didn't know his name and that we can give him our own. Seeing how the thought of this cat having a penis face would be the first thing to anyone's mind the moment they saw him, we thought it would be a funny little icebreaker to name him Richard. My own father whose name is Richard found this pretty funny and harmless, as did many other guests, until my sister-in-law visited. 
She said it was completely inappropriate and a disservice to the cat and the cat's feelings since I made fun of him with this name, unbeknownst to the cat himself, and that it can be categorized as unphysical animal abuse. I told her that the cat doesn't even speak English so his feelings aren't hurt at all, so I don't see the problem here. She then got mad at my fiance because he's enabling me to abuse an animal who can't control what coat pattern it has. Now she has ghosted us. Am I the asshole for naming my cat Richard because he has a penis on his face? <laughs> nope, that's just absolutely ridiculous to me. And I went and found the photo of him. I'm not sure how big it's going to show up because the picture looked pretty small when I looked at it. But yes, I can definitely see it. <laughs> and let's face it, the cat doesn't give a shit. Cats don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> the cat doesn't care what code it has. It doesn't care what name it has. As long as you give food, water and an occasional scratch, it, it might show you some affection back. That's from someone who's had a cat before. Yeah. <laughs> And Sev's Mama 21217 says, not the arsehole, I'm laughing so hard right now. This is great. I'm glad your sister-in-law ghosted you because she is out of her mind that she really believes any of the sewage leaking from her mouth. Cat tax, please. We all want to see the infamous dick. <laughs> and Internally Fuming says, not the arsehole, the cat had been sitting in the shelter because of the penis shape on his face. Not only did you adopt him, you celebrated it with his new name. You're not being mean to him. You're turning what was an unfortunate circumstance into laughter and love. But also the cat doesn't care. It's a cat. Lol. Yeah, and let's not forget that they rescued the cat from the shelter as well, which is a huge positive when many people wouldn't. And Ninja replies to this saying, not the arsehole in the slightest. We have a guinea pig with a similarly unfortunate fur pattern and call him Lord Dickface all the time. I wish I'd thought to name him Richard. And here's the guinea pig tack. And we'll have one more from PM me or recipes. Not the arsehole, cat doesn't care, sister-in-law shouldn't either. It's the perfect name. Edit, the cat tax has been paid. All hail the dick face. May the memes be plentiful. <laughs> now, what do you guys make of today's collections of stories? Did you enjoy them? Didn't you enjoy them? Let me know in the comments below and let me know your verdicts as well if you choose to do so. But as always, never any pressure to do so either. Thank you so much for spending 20 minutes or so out of your day with me and listen to a couple of stories or two. Absolutely means the world. If you have made it this far, would you please consider hitting that like button down below as it truly helps out the channel. And maybe if you wait till the very end, you can listen to a playlist too. Thank you so much for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.